Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Critical Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Good, and joining me this week is my very close good friend, Corey. Corey, how you doing, pal? I'm doing well. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you for having me. Yes, uh, Corey is actually an ethereal voice, so don't worry about it, because <laughs> even if we put a camera on him, it wouldn't understand his beauty. It would just, it would break immediately. So That's, that's... right. I'm like the shadow in the alley with the long <laughs> trench coat, Dude. like the guy from the X-Files that's handing Mulder the, the uh, X-Files. Yeah. Yes, for sure. That's you, that's man. Right. I was going to go yeah. more like Charlie from Charlie's <laughs> Angels, but this is way better. Like this seems, <laughs> this seems much better, much cooler. That's just a really nice way of saying that Corey doesn't have a webcam at the moment, but I, <laughs> but I appreciate the glossy finish you gave me. Uh, no, I stand by what I said, because if we oh, ever okay. get you on here with the camera, I'm just going i'll just blur it out i'll be like well we can't, it couldn't understand it couldn't comp- technology can't comprehend it anyway right. uh so Corey, i've been meaning to have you on the show for a long time we talked about this a ton and what i like to do with a new guest we like to talk about a little bit about yourself like favorite game favorite movie you know when you grew up stuff like that to give people a little bit of a barometer for where you're coming from pop culture wise so like let's start there favorites what do you got <laughs> well, I'm a product of the 80s and the 90s. I was born in 83. So uh, in terms of video games, it all started in like 88, probably when my mom bought me my NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, I dabbled a little bit in Atari prior to that. My, my I had an older brother that was around the house at an Atari 2600, but I was too young to really gauge what the Atari was. So I was kind of... I really didn't hit the video game scene per se until 88 when I got an NES. But um, yeah, man, just a product of the 80s and 90s. I grew up playing, you know, the NES to the Super Nintendo to the N64, which is probably where I hit the peak in terms of like good memories of playing video games was probably on the N64. Um, So Ocarina Time, I, you know, I view that game with rose tinted glasses. It doesn't hold up as well, but it's, it's still my favorite game of all time. Um, I just love that game, the visuals, the music, the memories I have playing that game when I was, you know, 14, 15 years old. Yeah. yeah, in terms of movies, same thing, 80s, 90s. I, I, I grew up loving, like, Tim Burton stuff. Um, so I love, love, love uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, 89 nice. Batman, um, and obviously the sequel, Batman Returns. Um, but, yeah, just kind of the cliche 80s kid, you know, um, Back to the Future um, you know, into the nineties where we had Jurassic park yes. and Terminator two. Um, you know, I just to name drop a couple of my favorites, I guess, but yeah, to spare the rambling, that's kind of it, you know, kind of your cliche eighties, nineties kid. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a Nintendo fanboy because I play all platforms and genres of video games. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, I guess that's kind of in a nutshell where I'm coming from. Dude, for sure. Well, I mean, you said Jurassic Park, which I don't remember <laughs> if we've talked about. That. I'm sure we've talked about it in the past, but I love yeah. that. I love that you brought it up because it is something that came out in 93. So that would have been, yes. especially for you, like a perfect time to see it in theaters. I was way too young to see it then. But I've heard okay. like horror stories from my older sister who saw it like when she was, you know, at that time and she was old enough to see it and still probably yeah. too young to see it then. Uh, but man, just a good pick, my friend. Good pick. Jurassic yeah. Park. Oh, just classic. It's a cl- it is a classic. I mean, <laughs> Spielberg, I just like uh, ever since that and like Saving Private Ryan, those are like my Spielberg. Like if I had to yes. show people two Spielberg movies, I'd be like, 
watch these and be like in yeah. awe and be like, yeah, this was made like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Like, <laughs> not a big deal. Uh, well, yeah. And it's funny you bring up Spielberg because, you know, I love his old movies, but recently, and, and we don't have to dive deep into this, into this news, but I don't know if you heard that he took himself off directing duties for Indiana Jones five. I think and I heard maybe that. Maybe. About that. I don't think we did and, though. Okay, well, we, we don't have to dive in it, but yeah. I was so disappointed when I heard that news. But then I was like, you know what? This is okay. Yeah. Maybe this is for the best coming off of Crystal Skull. Yeah. Um, let's contain those memories of those quality Spielberg movies in a time capsule. Yeah. And yeah, so that was just a little tidbit. I just heard that, actually. I literally just heard that hot off the presses. Really? It's, um, that's weird to me because like, I felt like after temple of doom he was like all right guys i will give you a classic indiana jones movie so then later or raiders yeah. uh, sorry last crusade came out and that was like huh? so like i was kind of exactly. hoping it was the same thing where he's like all right i'm gonna do kingdom of the crystal skull it's gonna be kind of weird and then like this fifth one was like redemption for him and harrison ford and they were just gonna put like everything into it and they're like last indie film here it is yeah i don't know man that's um that's weird i'm interested to see who they get instead so the rumor is, is I, and, and I, you're going to have to forgive me. I don't have his name in front of me, but it's the guy that directed Logan and Ford versus Ferrari. It's James Mangold. That's what Thank it is. you. That's what I think that's I've heard rumor. this rumor. Okay. That's, and he's a very talented director. Solid. So Solid. I, I get it. Like that's a really good choice. And I'm sure Spielberg will be a producer on these things. I don't yep. really know what that even means though. Sometimes because for someone who wants to act and be a producer, I still have to figure it out. Cause it'll be like Spielberg helped produce Transformers. I'm like, but how much did he like? really like did what did he, he contribute yeah i'm like i want to know if he was like hey michael right. bay like michael let's do this shot instead or you know i don't i'm not sure but yeah that's that's weird but uh hey yeah. give someone else a chance and then, yeah and if someone like that does well enough with this and they find a way to continue the story which one of my favorite kind of theories is like what if you took uh, short round and you aged him up and he's Steve Yoon from Walking Dead and he's the new Indiana oh, Jones. That. Like that would be cool and get new directors and stuff and just be like, Indy is more of like a title like James Bond that's passed on as opposed to being like it has to stay in the family. Because I don't know if Shia LaBeouf like I don't think they're bringing him back in. I don't know. I would doubt it. Yeah, I would doubt it too. Yeah, 2008 I think, it, forgive me if that's when Crystal, it was such a different time and he oh was such gosh. a different actor at yeah. the time so anywho yeah. yeah but that's a good thing to bring up though that's uh that's interesting information because yeah. uh raiders of the lost ark one of my top 10 films of all time oh, oh my god so good so, well last crusade is yeah. also it's like ooh, i know boy i just yeah i love the temple Doom's call. fine it's just weird to me like i i want to do a whole show about yeah. this guy but it's like it's such a different <laughs> indie film yeah, yeah totally yeah that's yeah. okay that's what you get with a prequel right prequel, yeah man. yeah prequel man. where he likes to shoot guys who have swords and they both have swords, but they it's don't, don't even get me started. Anyway, uh, today we're not talking about Indiana Jones, but we're talking about this small little franchise you guys might've heard of. It's called doom. All right. Doom, doom. one of the most influential video games of all time. Uh, something I didn't get into until much later in life, like more recently, but Corey, you've sure. been a, a doom guy. Uh, if you'll forgive the pun, uh, for quite a <laughs> while now. Right. Right. Well, I believe it's Doom Slayer. There we first go. Okay. All, all right. Thank you. Take it. Okay. Cool. Close enough. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard both, so I don't know. Yeah. I. I kid. I kid. Uh. Yeah. No. You know. You brought up 1993 with Jurassic Park, and it's so funny. Um. That's a perfect segue because that's when Doom came out on the PC, and my first memory. You know, I was 10. Obviously, I mentioned I was born in 83. Um. You know, at that point, the N64 wasn't out. 
Um, so I think a lot of people's first experience with a first person shooter was GoldenEye on N64. Yep. Unless you had a PC that was capable and you had parents that allowed you to play Doom, which I did not. Yeah. Um, you know, back then we had these old computers that, my gosh, maybe we were even like, what did we call them back then? The green screens? You're running like Oregon Trail and yes, like dude. number crunchers yes, or something? Yes. Oh my gosh, <laughs> for sure. Fraction months. So, yeah, so I was not playing Doom at yeah. my house in 1993. Um, but quick story, we went over to my neighbor's house, and he had these computers set up back-to-back. Like, literally the monitors, like, you know, the old-school CRT monitors were set up back-to-back. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, this is Doom, and we can play together multiplayer. It completely blew my mind. Sick. That's um, so I was cool. like, wait, what? So... Here's this totally new genre of gameplay I've never seen before. A first-person shooter? What is that? Um, Hyper-violent. You got these demons that are invading from hell. It's like the the most violent, dark you know genre of game you can imagine. And not only that, but you're playing locally on two different computers. So, so, cool. um, so that was really a mind blowing thing to see when I was 10 years old was, uh, to play doom, um, in 93, uh, so locally cool. on multiple computers. And I think if the quote, don't quote me on this, but it might've been the first time Deathmatch had ever seen the light of day. I actually have the wiki in front of me, but I'm not going to cheat. I'm not going to sit here and read this, That's but, fine. I'll just say, um, did you I believe that was the first time I, yeah, I think if I remember at the time, and it, it did have a co-op mode, so you could run Sick. through the campaign with so two players, and there was also a mode that was up to four players, not via internet. You had to be local. Okay. So imagine having sense. four capable computers set up in '93 to That's play nuts. to play Doom, but um, but my neighbor Craig had two. Cool. Um, so I specifically remember playing two-player deathmatch and two-player co-op Doom. And that was the first time I'd ever played a first-person shooter. Um, again, I'm not going to read the wiki here, but it was either Wolfenstein or Doom that was the first. I know people go back and forth on that, but um, yeah. So here we are today with Doom Eternal. I don't know how far down the Doom rabbit hole you want to go down, but um, yeah, it seemed like a relevant topic. You and I had talked a little bit. We went back and forth on you know, what, what we were going to discuss. And oh, I thought sure. Doom would be the perfect relevant topic to talk about. Oh, totally. And like, I, I will be honest, I, for me, it's more so uh, Doom from 2016 and Eternal that I'm more familiar with now. And I never really got yeah. into Doom because again, we talked about like the times, it was a lot of like, there's that, um, that pay gap right in there where you're like, all right, so first off you have to get the PC to do it uh, for this game. And like, obviously it would probably be a little nicer at that time to run it. And then it was like, well, would your parents even let you play that game? And uh, right. I like, right. they probably would not have let me do that at that age because I inadvertently picked up Tur <laughs> like Turok for N64 a long time ago and they saw me playing it and oh, then we, like, yeah. took it back right away. <laughs> I was like, hey guys, oh, it seems like a pretty intense funny. game. And I, like as a, a rule follower, <laughs> I was like, guys, I don't know if I should be playing this. Uh, so, uh, but for Turok you, was brutal. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. very much so. Uh, so it was Doom, was it just Doom 1 or just Doom for you? Or did you get into 2 and 3 or anything like that? <laughs> I did. Well, uh, I did get into three. So yeah, I never, 
I never owned Doom on PC until many, many, many years later when it was a novelty at that point. I was like, oh, look, I can I can run Doom in my browser. Yeah. You know, that that was probably the first time I had ever played Doom in my own home. Um, was probably in an internet browser, but I, yeah, I never played Doom 2. And it's funny, um, Doom Eternal is actually the spiritual successor to Doom 2 because I think Doom 2 was called Hell on Earth. Oh, I'd really? have to look, but I believe it was called something like that. Um, but Doom 3, I actually owned on the Xbox, oh, the okay. original Xbox. Um, I believe Doom 3 came out in 2004 for computer, for PC. Sure. And once again, blew people's minds with the art design, the visual fidelity, the sound design, just what's capable in a video game. I think every time id Software released a game, it kind of raised the bar in terms of what was possible in video games. And in my personal opinion, they're still doing that to this day with Doom Eternal. Um, So to answer your question, I never owned one and two properly natively in like a disc or a floppy disk format. Okay. Doom 3, Xbox. Was Doom Three the like the slower pace like horror one, or am I thinking of something else? Nope, you're right. Yeah, and actually, I think at the time they didn't even have a flashlight in the game. Oh my god! Yeah, and and again, I know I keep saying this, but don't quote me on this. But I think they re-released the game and added a flashlight. Hilarious! Because it was just too dark. So good. <laughs> um. And it's so funny to think about now. I mean, every every game has some sort of torch or yeah. uh, some sort of light device, a flashlight or whatever you have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to answer your question, um, never owned Doom 1 and 2. I remember playing Doom 3 on Xbox. And then I never really got into the franchise until 2016. And I think like you, that was when everybody got back into Doom. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, and now, because you have Doom Eternal, you do own Doom 1 and 2. Spoiler alert. Um, because it comes with that game. Exactly. Which is nuts. Like, that's cool. That's <laughs> this not, is true. It's not even not nuts, but I, yeah. I love that it's just kind of like baked in there. And they're just like, yeah, this is like yeah, our, our franchise, our heritage, and us building up over time. Uh, I was trying to think the last yep. like id Software game I think I played before this was Rage, maybe? Yes, Which me was too. kind of a weird game. And like I forced myself through that game. The one thing I liked is like you could pick up a bunch of items at one time. That was like the one, like the rest of that game was like so like sure. barren and kind of sad. There's a cool like arena mode, but uh, there's a good shotgun too because it's software for it. They're known for their their or their shotguns and whatnot. But uh, okay, yeah. so jumping forward from Doom to Doom 2016, how did right. you feel like going back in as someone who was an older fan of this franchise? Like, did it scratch that itch? Was it did it like elevate it for you, or was it kind of like oh this is not Maybe what you wanted? What, what was it? Well, the funny thing about Doom 2016, I was looking before we started just to do a little homework. They announced that game in 2008, oh which is unbelievable. It was announced at E3 as Doom 4. Nice. And then that game didn't surf resurface until um, 2014. And at that point, John Carmack, who was the famous uh, level design id tech guy that worked for id uh, id software for years he was always the guy that was kind of the face of id software the face of doom he left to go work at oculus to help design the oculus rift at facebook okay and so it id software was like okay well we have this game john just left we announced it in 2008 it resurfaced in 2014 as just doom self-titled doom and 
Yep. And then it was released two years later in 2016. So um, I loved it. I thought it was super fun. Um, it was kind of that fast paced run and gun. Um, it, it kind of... Um, I'm trying to think of what was what was the it was what they what do they say it's rip and tear, rip and tear is that the yeah. is that the language they're using That's the language but yeah. it's basically just yeah but it's basically just button prompts that when the when the enemies are flashing you you do a button prompt I think it's clicking the right stick and then that does the rip and tear yeah so you, they kind of yeah. reinvented themselves with with this whole rip and tear game mechanic and. Um, yeah, it stuck to its roots with some um, cool visuals, some fun monsters to shoot. It was really fast paced. It ran at a really high frame rate, kind of arena based combat um, that harkened back to the old Doom. So I, I thought 2016's Doom was awesome. Yeah, oh, for sure. I actually just played through it for the first time because I hadn't done that yet and I had Games Pass for a little bit. Um, which is oh, just, yeah. that thing is nuts, by the way. Uh, but anyway, so I was playing through it and it crazy was, value. Yeah, it's crazy value. Uh, but I had a really good time playing it. Uh, and the funny thing was like when I was streaming it, it like it couldn't take it when the enemies spawned because I think they all spawned at the same time. And it was like, I don't know, oh. for whatever reason, like it was just like it was too much. But anyway, I really enjoyed it. And I, I felt like there's a few things in there because it's just a few years old now that I was like, OK, yep. I, there's a, a few things where I'm like, this could be a little nicer, streamlined, or I wish I had a few more options here. But it felt really good. The music was yep. wonderful. I loved just like getting into it. And it's weird because a little bit like Devil May Cry, I always felt usually like the enemies were trapped in a room with me and it wasn't the other way around. Like they were like sure. in a bad way where they're like, oh my gosh, you like respond in with this this super crazy person who's got like all Doom these yeah, the guns coming out just of everywhere. Just ripping That's them apart. That's an interesting way to it's put like, it. That's cool. Yeah, it's I like, like that. It's more of a power fantasy, right? Especially at right. more of like the normal difficulties. I'm sure if you up it, it gets worse and worse, but like, sure. it did feel kind of nuts. And uh, I remember talking to a buddy of mine who actually works at Bethesda, and he was kind of hopping in the streams, Whoa. and he was talking about, like, you know, if you're going to do the executions, because it would either give you, like, shield or give you health, um, and then the chainsaw would give you ammo, which I, I forgot to use right. the chainsaw a lot, but he's like, if they're flashing right. like that, try jumping or jumping off something, and you get different animations, depending if you, like, hit them head-on from above or, like, behind, I think, too. They had, like, a bunch yep. of different ones, and I was like, oh, my gosh, because, like, that stuff you might not really appreciate until you're doing it. Cause there was like a lot of times where I'd shoot a guy as I was jumping and then he started flashing and then I would just do the animation, like knee him like in the face and smash him on the ground. And I was yes. like, yeah, I'm like, feels that's good. so feels so good. Uh, just the really tangible is so tangible. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like yep. they've learned a lot in that one. And it was such a success. Uh, even though maybe the, I played the, very briefly the multiplayer a while ago and i was like eh, this sure. is um so much and i think it's Not great they've retooled and kind of did something different with eternal but i think they've learned a yep. lot from that first one and said like all right if we're gonna come back it's like it almost feels like uh like metallica or something like all right we're a crazy rock band we've been doing this for years we're gonna come back uh let's come back in a big way and let's let's like like how do we top or try to top what we have done or build off what we have done in the past. And that's when eternal comes. And from what I'm hearing and seeing, it seems like it's all of doom 2016 plus just like way more. Like it makes it feel like that game was tame by comparison. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's true or not? I do think it's true. And um, I may be in the minority, but I think it's to its detriment. Oh. I actually, 
I actually think that the all the added systems to Doom Eternal is um, a negative in my perspective. Whoa, and we can cool. dive in if you want. I'm, yeah. I'm loving the I, yeah, I love the game. I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, but there's just one too many systems to Doom Eternal. Um, well, let me ask you this: What do you yeah. think about platforming in first-person shooters? I am usually. I'm usually opposed to it if they don't give you a lot to work with. I know in the first game I had some issues before I got like the double jump and stuff. And I was like, yep. I think for me, it's kind of like I get the same like sickness in VR. If I can't jump to a thing in a first person shooter, I'm like, sure like, for too long. So yeah, yeah, that gets a little annoying to me personally. Yeah. So in doom 2016, I felt like it was like 90 to 80% combat and like 10 to 20% platforming. Yeah. This game, I kid you not, I'm I'm gonna say like 70, 30, or 60, 40. Oh wow. Like really? it it's almost as much as a platformer as like Mario Galaxy, and I'm not even kidding. Whoa. Um there yeah, that, that might be extreme, but it, where I'm where I'm going with this is you know when you're playing a game and all of a sudden the game is interrupted and mid-game the screen pops up with a ton of text and like, hey, here's a new system we're going to teach you. Call of Duty does this. A lot of new IPs do this because they, they and I get it. They want to teach you how to play. Yeah. Um, but man, Doom Eternal, you fire it up. I'm not kidding you. It's like every 20 minutes they freeze the game mid mid gunplay. And a big screen comes up with a bunch of text and they give you a new system, whether it's a platforming system, yeah. a dash system, a new grenade, um, a new add-on to your gun. I mean, this game is full of complicated menus, complicated gun mods, and I think there's just two or three too many systems. Um, and it's okay if you do it properly because the systems are critical to refilling your health um refilling your ammo refilling your armor you know it's a flow of systems yeah you shoot you punch you rip and tear and then you hit your flamethrower then you hit your grenade then you double jump then you punch then you shotgun it's a flow of systems it's almost like a symphony of things that they teach you and it it kind of breaks away from what doom was to begin with which is i think is just open combat um, shooting monsters at a really fast pace mm -hmm. and, and a few options here and there, okay. you know, throw a grenade, switch weapons, um, jump, punch, rip and tear. So I think 2016 nailed that. Um, I'm trying to think, I, it's hard to put words to it because you haven't played eternal yet, correct? I haven't. No. Okay. Well, there's a ratio, right? Yeah. The, there's a ratio in video games and I feel the ratio in doom 2016 was almost perfect. It had this goofy humor, right? Mm -hmm. It amped you up as this like godlike. you know, in the beginning you literally come out of like this, like sarcophagus, like this, you know what I'm talking so about? You've come up. Yeah. Like you're being summoned like this God yeah. and it just had this goofy sense of humor and I feel the the balance was was done really well okay. in Doom 2016 in terms of platforming and combat. Um, Doom Eternal nails that, but they add three or four things, and it just feels a bit much. Um, sure. A little overwhelming. In my, it's a little overwhelming, yeah. especially at higher difficulties. That's what I've heard. Um, yeah, you know, they, they I mean, you're constantly switching between grenades and different flamethrowers and different weapons. And 
Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. It's just there's really nothing else to say, but it's just a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, aside from that, it, it's everything else is there that you loved in 2016. Mm -hmm. It's got that super fast combat, that rip and tear system is back. Um, really cool upgrade, upgrades, really fun. They call them runes now. They might have been called runes in 2016. I don't remember yes um you might be right were they called runes they okay might, they might be maybe i could be way off on that i just know that the upgrade system is way deeper this time it seems like it is way deeper and you have this hub world now it's kind of the doom slayer space castle yeah um, that's cool yeah which what is really cool you can actually look at earth and it's really goofy there's like satanic letterings on earth from the ground so they they really uh, dial in the um, the goofiness um, on this one like they did in 2016 but um, so anyways in your little doom slayer space castle you can do different upgrades um, you can kind of wander around and look at the decor of the doom slayer like he's got bookshelves with with like how-to books and stuff on the shelf which is so really funny and really silly and goofy um, yeah I'm probably halfway through I'm having a good time I just think they just went too far with the systems just Two or three too many things. Yeah. I was going to ask you, do you feel like maybe eventually you're going to have like the three or four guns you always go to and they'll get strong enough that you can just kind of stick with those and then it won't feel as overwhelming? Because like sometimes you watch this like people who just go to every different gun all the time. But, like maybe it would just be better if you just stuck to a couple of them. Or is that are you switching it up a lot? Well, you know, and it, it really goes back to the flow of the systems because if you're not doing what the game wants you to do, they're, they're, it, it's hardcore, this with Doom Eternal. They will literally not give you the ammo for the guns you want unless you're doing what they tell you to do. Sure. So, you know, where other first-person shooters, I'll use like Titanfall as a good example because that's another fantastic, tightly um, wound first-person shooter where it's you just go find ammo yeah. when you're ready. Uh, this game, they the ammo is very sparse um you have to do what they want you to do in in terms of of getting ammo so that's a tough question because yeah if you want to just stick with the shotgun the whole time you can you got it you gotta play by the rules to get the ammo to use that shotgun so yeah um but yeah that's kind of what i've been doing i've just been kind of bouncing between the plasma rifle and the shotgun mostly yeah um, are there any good mods so. that you've gotten for either of them that yet that you really like well, like I said, I really like the runes. So, like, okay. here's an ex here's an example of a great rune that I really love. So, let's say you hit a demon from a distance and you can see him blinking. You know, normally you'd have to be in close quarters to do the rip and tear animation. Yeah. Well, one of the rooms is you can teleport rip and tear. Yes. And I don't even know if that rip and tear is the right term. I think I just picked that up on the internet. I love it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, the brutalization, <laughs> like the execution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the execution. There you go. That, that's Do you actually that's teleport, good. or is it just like you can kind of lunge? He just lunges, okay. and it's almost it's so fast it looks like a teleport. Dude, yeah, I um, remember getting that in the last game, awesome. too, and it was like, that was nice to have. Like, you'd see a person like 40 yes. feet away, and you're like, whoop, like, hi. Yep. Like, that's, yeah. that's back. It's clutch. Um, another new thing is enemies have weak points. Um yeah. Cool. Which is new. I don't remember that from Doom 2016. Maybe it had it again. It's been like two or three years since I played it. Yeah, um, not as much 
Uh, some of them, I think, did, but not all of some them. Some of them, okay. Well, there's a certain set of enemies in Doom Eternal that it's literally required. So, like, for example, one of these guys got two shoulder cannons. And when you're in the thick of it, you got a hundred demons shooting at you, coming for you. And you got to focus on taking off these two uh, shoulder cannons. It gets extremely difficult and it gets really frustrating. Yeah. Um, so they've ratcheted the difficulty. They've added a lot of new systems. And I think some of the existing runes and weapons and so forth and so forth are still there. Um, yeah, it, it just goes back to what you said. It's just a little overwhelming. Sure. Where, in, where in 2016's Doom, I thought the the balance was, well, more balanced, for, sure. lack, for lack of better words. The ratio was was more balanced. So is, yeah. if that make, does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. Well, it's funny that okay. you bring up the whole platforming thing, because right as you said that, I was thinking, what other game has a 70-30 or like 60-40% split of something I didn't like? And it reminds me of Arkham Knight's Batmobile. And I remember getting so frustrated sometimes yes. where I'm like, I just want to play as Batman. And I get the Batmobile is part of Batman. But in that yeah. third entry, and it's like, well, Bruce, it looks like there's nobody in these tanks, so you can use all the guns you want. And you're like, why does right. Batman have that on the – whatever. Uh, it was just like yeah. – it just kept ripping you out of playing as Batman. And some of those sequences yeah. were fun, but there was just too many of them. And I was like, oh, my gosh. It gets in the way. Like, it is so frustrating. And as I've said many times, yep. they've ruined Deathstroke with that um, – it was that was like you just just give me a combat scenario with him, but yeah. yeah. So like I understand that completely because you kind of you you're jumping into this world expecting to do something for the majority of it, and then yep. getting flipped into something else and it's mandatory and you're like Ugh, like and that can be that can be annoying. So I understand that. I think this game I feel like more so than most is like a sequel that they said hey what if we made this just like not like everybody could play it but like it was mostly for the fan base and said like the fans who are still playing this game if you made and brought out another game today what would they want and it was like all right just sure. more hectic on every level like you want right. more platforming you want more storytelling you want more customization right. you got everything and like that's what i think people usually want in a sequel but if you're not like if you're not coming fresh off the last doom Sure. It sounds like for a lot of people, this is like a lot to like jump into, like you said. But I gotta know, how's the flamethrower? Because I'm kind of a <laughs> flamethrower guy. So like is it good? Like, do you like it? Yeah, it's great. And actually you get a shoulder flamethrower too, which is part oh, of the are, gameplay. Those are two different yeah, ones. So Dang. Okay. It's two different ones. So the Sick. shoulder one is is mapped to L1 and Basically, the purpose of that flamethrower is you start the enemy on fire, and every time you shoot the guy while they're on fire, he he pukes out ammo. He dumps out. I'm sorry, not ammo. Uh, armor. Armor. That's what it is. Okay. So if you're looking for armor, it, see back to this whole overwhelming thing. It's like, oh wait, so okay, so if I need armor, yeah. I gotta flamethrow the guy, right? Okay, and then I shoot to get the armor, but I need the ammo too. So I need to. So I need to set him up to be flashing, so I can do the rip and tear. Yeah. But then I'm out of ammo for my plasma cam, uh, cannon, so I need to find fuel for the chainsaw yeah. so I can start chainsawing guys to get ammo for this other guy. So it's just it's this whole thing. Um, you know, so – but to answer your question, the flame, it's awesome. Okay. It's great. Yeah. Well, I was going to say – It just served a purpose, a specific yeah. purpose. Yeah, for sure. Well, I was kind of saying maybe that gets back to um, kind of what we're talking about here is it's kind of less – 
of your choice to like be like this these are my weapons like my the things i slay with the most i love these they're good for killing demons but this game is kind sure. of like saying all right well, we're adding a few more systems and there's going to be specific things to get you those things back and then maybe the demons seem less like a threat and more like different pinatas that you're deciding like how you want to pop them you know where you're like right all right i'm yep. gonna save you for health and you're for shields and like you're for ammo and it's like i guess that makes sense exactly. because it's still arcadey but it would be kind of cool for them to put on mods and stuff later on that you could equip where it's like, hey, like now your shotgun gives you like one or two health back or five health back every time you kill something with it, you know, sure. or something. So it's less of like, I have yep. to pick this up to pick that up. Cause like, I would love to just use the chainsaw a lot, but it's not, yes. like, that's not how the game, you're not supposed to use a chainsaw just for like killing things unless it's for like, fun. Oh, exactly. Yeah, it serves like, a purpose. It has a very, yep. yeah. Or you can like drop something big, but it's going to take a lot of fuel. I know there are cheat codes you can find in this game, so maybe that would oh, help. Oh, really? Yes, apparently Interesting. there are old-fashioned like, cheat codes that you can find like on like floppy disks and stuff. So, oh, like, that's cool. Yeah, and then, uh, I that didn't know that. That'll help you like have like infinite lives or, or whatever else. I was like, oh, so that'd be kind of cool if you just said, I'd love to go through this game. Like, I feel like this game would do better with like the crazy infinite ammo stuff because that would make more yes. sense. There's like Resident Evil 4 when you beat it, it's like you do infinite ammo, infinite rocket launcher. Okay, that makes the game less, you know, in intimidating. But like this sure. game, I feel like it almost is asking you to be like, what if you could just shoot all the guns all the time? And it's like, yes. that's a great question. I don't like, I want to find out as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, at this point, at, at, at the age that I'm at, with the patience that I have <laughs> and the world we're living in, yeah. I just want an easy, breezy, crazy balls to the walls, shoot everything experience. Here's another way to put it. Uh, you know, Doom 2016 was this really arcadey, uh, for the most part, uh, free-flowing first-person shooter game with not a lot of rules. It was almost like id Software went and played a bunch of Dark Souls. Sure. And they were like, okay, Dark Souls, you got to play by their rules. There's a set of rules, and you got to do this, this, that, and that um, to succeed. And it's almost like they applied that to a first-person shooter, um, I don't know Sorry. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear, um, I hear you. They just tagged on all these systems, and I don't mean to be negative on this game because there are there are some really good things about it. Like they added fast travel, which is new. So um, if you want to go back to uh, an environment that you already played through and look for secrets and just have fun and walk through that area, you can do that. Um, they have monsters they also, respawn. Yep, they have monsters okay. that respawn. Yep, and uh, they also have these little challenges called slayer gates um so you'll find keys throughout the world and you need to find those keys to open these slayer gates and they're basically just arena-based challenges very similar to kind of like how you mentioned in um rage minus minus the announcer guy and yeah, the whole yeah, yeah the television theatrics yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. but it's basically just an arena style challenge and you get rewarded for uh, completing those successfully and those are really cool so it, it adds another layer of like exploration yeah. it's like oh okay so i've cleared out this zone all the demons are dead let's find the slayer gate but first you got to find the key so that's sure. kind of an added cool layer of exploration um so they definitely encourage that in this game in terms of the slayer gates the keys and the fast travel sure and what's the um, reward for the slayer gates is it a key for the next portion to unlock like the super weapon in this game yeah basically um yeah i think it you know what and actually 
you'll have to forgive me. I've only completed one or two because what I the way I'm doing it, um, and I know a lot of people are just everybody plays games differently. Where I know some people they have to collect every Mario coin before they move on to level two. Oh, really? Or you know what I mean? Sure. Or but I'm the kind of guy that likes to play through a level and I'll just go back. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, you know, there's this game's full of secrets, just like 2016's Doom. Um, and I intend on going back and finding those once I play through nice. all the levels. The fast travel system's there. Why not use it? Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. So I've heard the story is better in this one, too. Can you talk to that at all? Well, it's, yeah, it's it's essentially like a spiritual su- successor to um, Doom 2. So it's hell on Earth, mm-hmm. you know. So I think in 2016 you were on Mars, Yep. If I remember correctly, yeah, you, hell. like you kind of jump back and forth. Yeah, you jump back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's been a few years since I've played that. But, um, you know, the story's not strong because there's really not much story to be found. I mean, literally, there's a little bit of like exposition in the beginning, like, oh, the demons have have invaded uh, Earth and they're destroying or like, you know, 60%, I think is what they say in the beginning. 60% of the planet has been ravaged uh, by demons from hell. And basically you're deployed to take care of the mess. You know, that's in a nutshell, really kind of the story. I mean, there's some, um, you know, little hidden gems that you'll find. You'll pick up like little vlogs and little um, flash drives and stuff that have like, um, little codex on them with the backstory. So if you really want to dive into the story of Doom Eternal, they really rely on you finding those little blogs, whether it's in a note or a codec. So you got to kind of seek out those things to find like, oh, here was a doctor that worked. And here's this was his experience dealing with the uh, invasion. Or here was was a scientist that was working on this cure, blah, blah, blah. And here this was his experience. So if you want to find out like those little character moments, it's really relies on you. But yeah, there's no like grand cutscene like you'd find in a Blizzard game that sets up like this lore. You know what I mean? Sure. It's it's really kind of the same deal. You're the Doom Slayer. Shit's going down. You get it. You know, you gotta jump into action and take care of business. That's cool. that's kind of the gist of it. So playing Doom 2016 is not a prerequisite, you'd say, right now for you? No. I mean, it's a great game, so I would just, from a gameplay from yeah, a gameplay standpoint, yeah, I would recommend that you play it first. Um, yeah, I, I would say it would be. Yeah, I would say yeah, you should play. You should play 2016's Doom, but it's certainly not required. Yeah. Okay. And last question I have about this uh, music: How's the music? It's great. Yeah. It's that same heavy metal. Uh, I actually watched a behind the scenes video. They recruited id Software, Bethesda recruited a bunch of like metal uh like screamers you know metal singers that can do that like deep you know uh like lamb of god style uh slipknot style heavy metal and and they did like this they created like this heavy metal choir oh cool so that it's just another layer on top of the synth and the heavy metal guitars i don't know if you remember the performance at the game awards oh i do Yep. So, yep. That dude. I. You have to forgive me on his name, but I think he's. Sure. I think you could. You could have said any name, and I I should have said yeah. (laughs) Um. Let's see. I have the wiki. I'll bring it up quick. I can do it. Yep. Mick Gordon. Mick Gordon. Yes. Yes, I did it. Australian. Um, I love it. 
Yeah, Mick Gordon returns as the lead composer for the game, January 2019. He put out a call for metal screamers to participate in a recording session to rec- uh, to contribute to the game's soundtrack. Um, it was revealed that the heavy metal choir would include Tony Campos of Static X. I don't know if you, oh, you remember really? Static, Static X. X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the c- couple other bands here, Aborted, never heard of Aborted, Black Crown Initiate. Jeez. Uh, yeah, they have a couple other listed here that I've never heard of. But anyways, uh, long story short, yeah, um, they're calling it a heavy metal choir. And that sounds like a good description. Beautiful. Uh, great. Yeah. It's perfect. It gets you pumped up. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Dude, it for keeps, sure. It keeps you going. So. Well, like Doom Eternal, though, is it, it sounds like you recommend it, but there are some caveats. Yeah, I don't review games on any of the shows that I produce at, at my work, but you know, if I was to give it a score right right now off the bat, I'd give it like a solid 7.5 maybe out of 10. Um, we're 2016 Doom, I'd probably give it somewhere to 9, 9.5. Okay. Um, so everything that you want out of Doom 2016 is here. Um, just be prepared to be a little overwhelmed with a few new systems that maybe weren't necessary in my opinion. Sure. Yeah, no, that's good. I think that's smart to say that because, like, obviously, uh, that is how you feel about that, and that is a detriment for you because, like, most times, I think, in a lot of games, it's, like, bigger and more is always better, but I don't right. know if that's always the case. It's like, I've been playing a little bit of uh, Breath of the Wild again recently. I don't know if, oh, they, nice. if they gave Link, like, eight or ten more, like, Sheikah Slate abilities. Like, yeah. that might be cool, but it might just be, like... And then they added, like, another, like, thing besides the weapon durability. And they added, like, another right. thing. I might be, like, it's, like, you guys had a really good <laughs> thing. Like, you don't, like, just yeah. add a few things. Don't don't go yes. insane with it. Uh, That's a great example. Breath yeah. of the Wild is a fantastic example um, of the perfect amount of systems available at your disposal, yeah. too. And obviously very different games, so maybe they felt like they could add all that customization because it's such... Um, obviously, there's platforming, but like the game world is so kind of linear and straightforward, it sounds like. Sure. So maybe they're like, all right, the customization is going to be there. If you want to upgrade and stuff, you can. It'll make it easier for you. But if you understand the base systems of the game, then you'll still probably be okay. And they're there if you want them. Maybe that's kind of what it is. I don't know. Uh, I'd say that's fair. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say. That's very fair. I haven't done it yet, but it sounds... And, like, to me, I'm like, okay, cool. There's so many customization options. But I'm the guy who has problems, like, in the first (laughs) game, where it's, like, there's two different, like... Uh, like mods to switch in between and i'm like i wish i had both. oh yeah like, i'm like put both sure put all of them i want my shotgun to have like eight different like barrels on it and i'm like all right all these barrels yeah. are good for something uh yep. yeah but i did see the um the turret gun was much more mobile in this game it looked like and i was like yeah very nice like i'm like mm. and they do spread out the weapon upgrades just to be clear so you still have to find those little kiosks that you find in the world oh yeah and you get to choose between two different upgrades and then he rips the thing off and attaches it to his gun um so they still do distribute that stuff piecemeal um spread out so which is welcomed is considering your, that you know yeah is your predator claw thing like a melee attack like your like cool blade on the side like stab At- at this point, I haven't seen any use of the blade that I've seen in the game. Um, you know, the only time that he'll do that is in the little animation. He'll oh, shove okay. the blade. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just in animations. It's just in the rip and tear animations. Okay. okay. So if you go to melee somebody, he just straight up punches them. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. blade is cool. The animations look really cool. And, and and just to be clear, like this game is impressive. In terms of like visual fidelity, frame rate, I'm playing on PS4 Pro. 
I don't think I've seen the frame rate dip once. And we're talking dozens of enemies on screen. You're double jumping all over the place. You're using multiple systems. You're throwing grenades around flamethrower. You're switching grenades on the fly. You're stop. You know, it's it, it's got a level of polish that I've you rarely see in video games yeah. outside of maybe, you know, it's a, yeah, like like it's hard to say. It's That's... the level of polish is supreme. Which is good. Like, I'd rather, I guess, have a game take hits, like, on a personal level just because of, like, maybe a system you didn't like as opposed to you coming in here and you're like, it strikes a perfect balance, but man, is yeah. it choppy. Like, you know, or something right. like that. And you're like, oh, no. Like, is that well, stuff? Yeah. Really, well, this game was delayed. I don't know if you remember. It was supposed to come out in November? Okay. Or October? Maybe even yeah, September might, last year. Which is, like, do it. Delay it. Yep. That's fine. Yeah, so that's Doom. Um, what a franchise! You yeah, know, I think it it um, it belongs in the Hall of Fame of first-person shooters. For I sure. think uh, in software, it's unbelievable that they're still around after all these years making phenomenal first-person shooters, and they continue to raise the bar with each release. Uh, in my in my opinion, uh, aside from my minor complaints of Doom Eternal. Sure. Well, I guess my last question on all of this is: Do you think you'll hop into the multiplayer at all? Because it sounds like it's a bit different now it's like here's two kind of demons that are in a match and they can set up traps and summon um different other little demons to fight one doom slayer like does that sound and it's very different than like the old team deathmatch stuff which is i think it's probably a good thing right because that's not what doom is about yeah i probably should do my due diligence and duty to at least experiment and see how it is for myself but man and i'm not going to go down a call of duty rabbit hole but i can't get off Warzone. okay fair enough dude that's fine i, I don't get me started and i won't i, was get, like, I won't well, get I'll probably it bring it up we'll bring it up but <laughs> at some point but uh yeah if you're doing multiplayer right now it's it's gonna be call of duty yeah so, fair enough fair enough uh yeah and again like I, i've told people um i i really enjoyed the first or doom 2016 i should say not the first but the first one more recently sure uh, the reboot then, yeah um and then i'm still I don't know if we're going to do a review for Doom Eternal. Um, I was kind okay. of running to get a review code, so I was kind of waiting on that. And it's obviously like kind of a weird oh. time, like work-wise and everything. So it's like, sure. I understand, uh, but I'm I'm keeping my peepers peeled for it because I'd like to play it one day because I really enjoyed it. And I'm kind of a sadistic guy, uh, if you couldn't tell. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm into that whole thing. And plus double flamethrowers, uh, that sounds that sounds pretty amazing to me. I just, I love to, to burn it up. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get my hands on it one day and it sounds like you enjoyed it for what it was to an extent. Uh, and it wasn't like a complete step backwards for the franchise. So that's good. No, I'm enjoying it. Like I said, I'm probably halfway through and I'll tell you, uh, if you don't get a copy once I'm finished, you can take my copy and, oh, uh, you kind. can play through it on your channel. So I'll let kind. you know when I'm done. I'll touch base with you once okay. I'm done. All right. Sounds good. We'll take your time with it, man. That's all right. I am, uh, I, Final Fantasy VII is coming up soon too, man. Oh, it's just like whew. I know. Ooh, that's okay, and I'm glad they delayed Cyberpunk. If you're out there, yes. video game developers, delay your games if you must, because it's just I don't. I just want you to take your time with it. I know it's a money thing. I know it's usually like a money budget thing, but yeah, like, if you can, because it just then people talk about it and then it sells better, yep. and then it's like. I hope that Doom is selling like hotcakes. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm actually excited to play Final Fantasy VII because the two games that are on my radar, and we don't have to get into it, is Last of Us Two and Resident Evil Three. But if you're looking at what's going on in the world, do you really want to play The Last of Us Two or Resident Evil Three right now? Yeah. I mean, mate. I mean, definitely not Last of Us Two. That's just me personally. That was a game I was excited about. We don't have to get into it, but. Uh, I think I might shift gears to Final Fantasy VII. 
Yeah, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to, I don't want to sway you one way or the other. All I've heard about <laughs> Resident Evil 3, uh, I played the demo, uh, and I've just heard the yes. game is, it's pretty short. It's like five or six okay. hours. Uh, okay. They didn't really add, but like a lot of people were saying that was a criticism of the game, but a lot of people who know Resident Evil 3, they're like, yeah, it's not a super long game, so what did you expect? So they added like another asynchronous multiplayer where it's like four people versus like a mastermind, and the mastermind can like set traps and do all this stuff. And I was like, see, for me, that's like the fun job. I'd be like, I'm going to try to trap you in here and trap you in here. Sure. Uh, but, Interesting. Yeah. So, I heard that. Uh, but a beautiful looking game. And I think for people who loved Resident Evil 2, like who who got Resident Evil 2 as like a fan and won't get Resident Evil 3? Like, you totally. Know, you're just you're going to get it right. So, yeah, I'm I'm interested, but I've heard mixed reviews on it so far, which is super okay. weird to see. Uh, so yeah. It's like, OK. Uh, but I, I like that because it kind of shakes up. Like you said yeah. here, like most of the people have been giving Doom Eternal like nines and tens or whatever yeah. it is. And you're like, no, for me, it's more like a seven and a half. So sure. I respect it. You're being you're being your true yeah. self, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah well, Final I, I try. Yeah. Uh, but Final Fantasy seven, just like 10 days. It's like 10 days. Uh, I played the demo and uh, I wanted I didn't want it to end. Yeah, man. It's like it's a long demo and it's so pretty. And I'm like, it's so pretty. I just think like, yeah. in the future, how they're going to do the other characters in the game. I was like, ah, it's going to be good. Uh, I'll just be curious to the reception. There's, you know, I've heard there's a large percentage of people out there that don't really follow games media. And I hate to, man, are they expecting a full? Maybe. Do they, do they know? I mean, yeah. That's Who's going to tell them, you yeah. know, what are like, they gonna call hey, the other parts? I don't know. You know, I think I think Joe Schmo, not to not to single up the Joes of the world yeah. uh, that don't listen to critical view reviews, that don't go to IGN. Yeah. They're going to pick this game up thinking, oh, my God, they re, they remade my favorite game of 1997. Are they going to be crushed? I don't know. I wonder. I also wonder too if like this first game has like fifty or sixty hours of people will be like, "All right, that was enough," and I get it. It was gorgeous. I hope I'm, so. I'm willing to wait for that next. I hope so. Bit, you know, uh, and for someone because it's all yeah, just Midgar, right? I think so. That's what I've heard too. And it sounds like if um if I understand this correctly, like Red Thirteen, he's in the game, but you get him later on in the game, so they didn't like he fights alongside you, but he's not a playable character. So if that gives you okay. kind of a feeling for how long the game will be, I don't know. I think for okay. the diehard Final Fantasy fans, it'll never be enough. And that's the frustrating part because like, you want to see like the rest of this game as beautiful as this. So True. I don't know. It's a tricky situation to be in because okay. like, this is one of those games, again, that's been we've been waiting for for a long time and you know it's like do they wait longer and like try to release all of them but this is like all right we're gonna get money from this now which will help like revitalize and we can kind of see what we can make better in the second and third parts and you know keep going i don't know it's yeah i yeah. don't i don't envy that at all but if it does well enough i would love to see final fantasy 8 to 9 eventually get that treatment that'd be yep that would be insane especially for 8 like be excellent that's what i would think anyway uh yeah but i'm sorry is there anything else we should say about doom before we i feel like we're moving on to the next segment of the show is there anything else no that's okay on? no i that, that's really all there is to say cool. you know uh, i think it's a great game a little overwhelming at times but i recommend it sure perfect well excellent um and like i said i hope to get around we'll get to around to it someday someday here and yeah if you're watching at home uh, this is not a this is not a demon from doom i was talking to Corey about this this is ichigo <laughs> from bleach so any but he's like a demon so i, I try to wear shirts that 
coincide with the show. It doesn't always work. Oh, yeah, so I like that. If Bethesda's is watching... Is that an anime show? Yeah, Leech, it is, is an anime. anime? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's anime. Um, nice. If, if Bethesda like wants to send some, like, Doom stuff, I'd be happy to... I'll throw on a Doom shirt. That's Oh, fine. yeah. I'd be happy. That's right. Uh, anyway. Absolutely. Um, now it's time to move into the next segment of the show that we all like to call just so fittingly for this show, and the voice goes perfectly with it, Time Killers, because it's the games Ooh, we've been playing. I like it. Thank you. Games we've been playing. Nice. Games TV shows we've been watching. So, Corey, besides Doom Eternal, uh, I could almost guess, besides Warzone, you could talk about Warzone a little bit, <laughs> what other game you've been playing, uh, but do you want to talk about uh, what you've been killing time with? Let's talk Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. Um, I love it. I wish I could get the guitar. I keep shooting those damn balloons and they keep falling in the river. I'm like, damn it. I need to wait until the shadow is over land so I can shoot. Uh, it's such <laughs> different games. It's so funny to me. Like, I love it, it is. I know. Um, yep. I love Blathers. I love waking them up. Uh, mm-hmm. Blathers, I got some fossils for you to check out. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just a man. What what a what a wonderful game and 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 a much needed game in a dark time that sure. we're in right now. Uh, I think this game came at the perfect time, and uh, I love it. I haven't done much of the multiplayer stuff. I visited one other NPC's island, the kind of hippie guy. I forget his name off the top of my tongue, okay. um, or off the top of my head. But uh, other than that, I just opened my. Uh, museum nice um i helped the little nook twins build their new shop and i'm just out there just doing my thing um you know just upgrading my house and doing some fishing and catching bugs and avoiding tarantulas and um yeah how about you you you've been playing it uh no so actually my sister and i streamed it not last weekend but the weekend before and uh, she has the copy, so she's been enjoying it and having fun oh, okay. with the copy. I, you know what? To be honest with everybody, it, I'm glad you like it. I really am. Uh, but it, yeah. it reminds me so much of the, like just the GameCube game that came out a long yeah. time ago. And I'm sure there are more systems. I'm sure it's so different, and it's way more magical. I, it's not. It's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> You're like, it's just not. Uh, I it's just, not. It's not the escapism I look for. Sure. Uh, I guess I again I, I lend myself more to the power fantasy, uh, and yep. I I appreciate it. It's just that I think for me, I've just seen a little too much of it. It's just like my yeah. my Twitter feed is just like just oh I know I'm like and it's, it's overwhelming great. it's a lot and I love that people yeah. need this right now. I get that. Sure. I just have never needed Animal Crossing, and it was one of those yep. games that I always lovingly joked about that like people got so angry when they would delay it because they love it so yeah. much. So it's like there's so much of a like a fever for like a chill game like, like i gotta get sure. it and like all right everybody chill like you know uh right so i respect how many people love it i yeah. wonder too i think this game will have legs because of you know the systems that are put in place i know some people are kind of toying around with the time differences so you can kind of like get things a little faster if you kind of mess with your switch but sure. i think that's just like a way to play the game like it's yep. just like just different ways to play the game and i get that it might be frustrating to see someone come into your world and they have all this stuff and you're like how did you do that but how did you do that right yeah, but it's i think it's gonna be a game that's memorable not only for what it is but during the time that it's out because i sure. think people will look back on this year and i don't think I think Animal Crossing is a game, and it doesn't need to be like game of the year because it could be your personal game of the year, right? But I think right. if it came out at a different time, like especially if all these other games hadn't been delayed, I think yeah. people would be like, yeah, I check in on that game. Is it like the game that I'm like, ah, like probably sure. not, but for some people it is. So again, it's not sure. what I look for, but I'm glad yeah. other people love it so much. 
She's yeah, for me, my relationship with Animal Crossing is full of really high highs and really low lows. <laughs> uh, Amazing. And when I say, yeah, because it, you know, uh, at some points of the game, as you know, the, the the night and day shifts to where you where you're actually located physically in the world. So if it's nighttime in your world, it's nighttime in Animal Crossing, and sometimes it's just nothing to do in that game, and it's just extremely boring. Yeah. Um, but if you're stuck in the loop where you got something going, you're having fun, you have a carrot on the stick, you have a goal, you have a mission, yep. then it's great. And you're, yeah. but if, but if you have nothing to do and you're waiting for something to open, you're like, okay, I can't even play this game until tomorrow. Yeah. So what's the point? Let's close this thing down and play Witcher three for an hour. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, I, I'm enjoying it, but I still have some problems with it. And, um, yeah, that's you. In terms of time killer, that's pretty much what I've been chipping away. A little bit of Warzone. That's Call of Duty. We don't need to talk about that. Okay. We all know what that is. If you it's, love it. Do you love it? It's Battle Royale. Yeah, I've, I've been playing with my brother. It's a lot of fun, you know. Um, have you tried it at all? Have you played Warzone? I haven't, but it's out of um, it's out of spite. Uh, so my buddy, who's usually <laughs> on here, Joe, uh, he has yeah. been playing it like nonstop. Uh, and he has a squad oh, of three, and so I just know if he saw oh. me playing once, he'd be like, "Dude, you're in it," and I'd be like, "No, no I like, oh, I, no. and I love him, and I've told him this." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> "He's like, dude, you should just try it." He's like, "It's free, you try." It's like, "No, yeah," because battle royales are you need to balance things him. out. He well, he like yeah. he he'll be like he'll run off, and he'll be like he'll die. And he'll be like, Where was everybody? And I'm like, basically, what you want me to be is the predator, like shoulder mounted cannon. You want me to just be like sure. sitting on your side and like just checking for you all the time. I'm like, I'm right. not. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm not doing that. Uh, and we need played, to play as a team. Yeah, and we played battle royals before, Corey. Like we yeah. played like some PUBG and stuff, and it's fine. Sure. I just like, it's, right. I think I've heard this one's really addicting, so I'm glad again. I'm glad that people like that, and it's good that it came out like now. Right. But I have, so I've not tried it yet, so I can't speak to the quality sure. of it. You know. But that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 that game, right? Yeah. It's it's, it's that game. It's Call of Duty with Battle Royale, 150 players. The only cool thing is if you die, and I'm sure you you're very aware. I'm sure Joe has talked about this. Is you get a second chance. You do a prison fight. And if you win the prison fight, you get thrown back in the game. So that's kind of a cool little yeah. added little. Or they can buy hook. you back and stuff like. They can buy you back if they have enough money and they can find the terminal. That's that's kind of a broken system, in my opinion, because sure. you hardly ever have enough money. And then you have to find the the actual terminal to buy them back. So sure. it's almost just uh, better just to leave the game and start all the way over because it's faster and you get back in the game quicker. Yeah. But have you gotten any victories? No, God, no. Uh, we got an 11th last night. That was the closest. Oh, really? Uh, but my brother is even more addicted than me, and I think he played till like 3 in the morning and got second place. But, okay. um, yeah, it's that game. It's it's Call of Duty, battle, you know, um, Battle Royale style. And um, that's about it. Um, yeah, just waiting for the next thing, man. How about what have you been chipping away at? So I have been on a streaming kick. Uh, as of recording today, this is day number 15. Uh, I don't know how it happened. It just did. Uh, so we've been playing Final Fantasy VIII, Valkyria Chronicles, Breath of the Wild. Uh, I tried out the demo for Bravely Default 2, which destroyed me. Uh, I tried out the demo for Trials of Mana, which was, that's quaint. I think that would be a really good game for someone who's, like, just getting into RPGs or, like, someone a little bit younger. That'd be perfect. 
Did you say Trials of Mana? Trials of Mana on Switch. Oh yeah, like like Secret of Mana, like the it's Super the Nintendo sequel. game. Yeah, it's the sequel to that one. They oh. re I don't know. I think this is technically a remake of it because obviously it's like 3D and you're running around in these spaces and stuff, and it's pretty straightforward combat and stories and stuff. But uh, so I tried that out. I feel like there's another game. Oh, I tried. Um, we're getting a little bit into City Skylines. Uh, which oh, nice. is a crazy game. Uh, there's a lot to understand with it. Uh, so thank you to yes. people who've helped me out with that and uh, Final Fantasy VIII, which is a ton of menu screens. So many menu screens, but it's fun. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it. Uh, I never played it. I never yeah. played it. And then I have two games that I've been playing just for me, uh, which sounds like, it's like, how do you have so much time? So it's like every day I kind of stream <laughs> a different game, but uh, yeah. I've been playing Divinity Original Sin 2 with Leo. You know Leo. Uh, oh, yeah. And nice. so we've been playing that occasionally here and there. And then I really, I didn't think this would happen to me. I played the first episode of the first game a while ago, but recently, right now, I think, for Xbox Games with Gold, they have the second season of Telltale's uh, Batman, which is The Enemy Within. Oh, nice. And it's actually really fun. Uh, very, very okay. different than Arkham because, like, sure. there's not a lot of, like, actual gameplay. It's a lot of, like, making right. choices. Like, if you really enjoyed, um, uh, oh, my gosh, I can't think of the game that came Wolf up. Wolf Among Us or uh, Walking Dead? That, or I meant, like, the PlayStation 4 Dawn oh. something. Oh. I can't think uh, of it right now. I'm so oh. sorry. Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Until Dawn. Until there Dawn. You go. Uh, it's yes. a lot like that. And it's really weird. And it's I think it was fun for them because it was like, all right, what if you played as Bruce Wayne more so in this one and you had these weird kind of relationships with everybody that kind of affected other relationships? So okay. uh, there's a lot of replayability there and there's kind of like a crowd play, but I've just been playing it alone. I also really love the look of this Batman, like the suit looks really cool. And it I looks cool. Yeah. yeah. And I think this might be my favorite incarnation of Harley Quinn. Her look Interesting. and her, like her, I don't know. She's, she's a complex character in this one, yep. which is fun. I was like, okay. As opposed to just being like, yep, she's nuts. Like, it's like, no, she's <laughs> not just nuts. So I, I've been enjoying it and I've been taking my time with it. I'm think I'm through episode three and I have four and five left to kind of do. And then like, I could go back and completely play it differently. So yeah, it's right. very much like Bruce Wayne's secret agent, though. So, like, if you're not into that and you want to play as Batman more, there's not there's not as much of that in so what I've played so much so far. So keep that in mind. If you want that, that's more Arkham. Like, you're barely Bruce Wayne ever in the Arkham game. And they still do the thing. What What's the term, video game term, QTE? or uh, Yes, that it's uh, very Q QTE, yeah. Is that QTE? Okay, yeah, the so they're still events. doing the, yeah. the classic. The, okay. The nice thing is quick that, time events, yeah. that they give you options sometimes. So sometimes it'll be like, or like most of the time it'll be like, all right, hit up and hit X because it's like you get in combat and it slows down and then you can hit a thing. So it's very cinematic. But then occasionally it'll be like, do you want to sweep the leg? Or do you want to, like, hit him in the face or something? So, like, oh, it'll give you different things, like, based on that. So I'm more of, like, cool. I like to use the grapple hook more. So it'll be, like, do you want to, like, hit him, like, sweep the legs or, like, grapple anchor punch? And I'm, like, all right, the grapple anchor punch sounds sweet. So he, like, shoots around, hits it to, like, a piece of steel. He hits another person with it and then pulls that person forward. And then he just, like, hits him in the face as they come by. Oh, and nice. I'm, like, oh, sick. That's like, cool. Like, that's good. Uh, that's it, cool. It definitely tests, like, your morality, though, because there's a lot of, like, you have to make decisions as Bruce Wayne that, like, you, like, for sure, probably Batman would not do, but, like, you're Batman, so, like, you gotta keep that in mind, it's, like, you get to decide where, like, your kind of, your loyalties lie and stuff, so, 
yeah, interesting. There's a lot. And like Amanda Waller is a big facet of this game. So there's like the Suicide Squad feel to it as well. So it's like, okay. there's a lot. There's a lot going on. And they do take some liberties with some of the characters. So keep that in mind. These aren't your class. Like they are the classic villains, but you're kind of seeing them in a different light, especially like Joker. It's a very different relationship. Yeah. And so. did you say you're playing season two? I'm season two. Yeah. So like they had okay. season one come out. Season two is for free right now. I think with games with gold. Got and, it. Uh, at least I think it was. Uh, and yeah. Okay. It was, and I'll have to check that out. Season one uh, that features more of like Harvey Dent and um, some other minor characters. But I think I don't know if they ever made season three, but I wonder if they were like, all right, we're going to get a crack at season two. So like, let's use like there's a lot of villains in this game. Like a lot of the ones, you know, it's not like ones where it's like, oh, kind of random like you oh. made them up or they're just like sure ones we don't know as well like these are like yeah. the big the big the villains, big villains usually, the yeah. classics it's like riddler joker harley spoilers bane freeze oh sweet stuff like that uh, freeze is a little weird i don't like i still think the arkham city version of uh, freeze is the greatest freeze of oh, all time i that was a great boss fight boss fight the look i was like please yeah. put him in a movie that yes. freeze specifically just that one but uh so some of those other big villains in there catwoman returns who's in season one and you can kind of oh yeah like, if you jump into season two they kind of say like all right if you didn't have season one like save file you get to make some big decisions and that okay. will affect how this game plays out cool so yeah i'm interested yeah i'll have to check that out yeah it's again it's um, for free right now and it's just like it's just really easy breezy just kind of like just it's like watching a movie that you got to you have to make like quick like decisions on dialogue and if people will like things or not like things and nice yeah yeah, yeah I'll check that out I really like The Walking Dead season one and I played Wolf Among Us season one I really like those but uh, oh you love this yeah, then yeah yeah and I love Batman obviously and uh, Telltale man that wow that they went out in flames if I remember correctly right yeah which is crazy it's kind of like it felt like they were kind of like Lego for a bit where they had like access to every different genre where I was like yeah. um like how how are you like how are their problems but apparently there were problems and I was like oh it sucks because yeah, I know they did Guardians bad. of the Galaxy as well maybe yes yeah they did uh, like Tales from the Borderlands yes and... which I heard was really good yeah, me too. I've never, I never, I'm not a huge Borderlands guy, so maybe that's why I never played sure. it. Yeah, but, me neither. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah Anywho. So that's what I've been chipping away at. Um, cool. Along with just like watching, uh, I have like a two week, two week trial to Funimation, so I've been catching up on some anime. My Hero Academia oh, nice. being one of those. I, I really, if you, if you're not into anime, even Corey, I think you would enjoy uh, that show a lot. It's, it's very good. Yeah. It's very tight. I'll have to and check it out. Moves really quickly. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much that's everything cool. we spend time with. Uh, any other like movies right. or shows you've been watching? Um, I just finished um, Ozark season three on Netflix. That was really good. Nice. Stressful. Um, very stressful. Like stressful Breaking show. Bad. Yep. Stressful show. Uh, yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I'm looking forward to Onward coming to Disney Plus oh, on yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming. Um, I. It's not a movie that I was like jumping out of my seat to go see in the theater but i'll certainly watch it for free on disney well not for free but you know what i mean um that's about it um you know mandalorian i'm i'm very excited for that to come back obviously like everybody else um and uh yeah that's that's about it for now how about you anything else you've been uh checking out on the streaming stuff i i watched frozen too uh, which just oh, yeah, popped that's up. Good they too. brought it out like three months early, which is good. It's a, it's such a weird movie. Like I like it a lot, but at the same time, it's like it's so different. Yeah. It's, it's a much more of a character study. I think go in 
keeping that in mind. Uh, there's, it's hard. Like it doesn't have the stakes are low in that movie. Stakes are low. It's like it's more like finding yourself and like enemies of the past. Um, so stuff yep. like that. And I mean like the way distant past. So like uh, not to spoil sure. anything, but it was just like it was weird not to have an antagonist. Like the first Frozen was like who's the bad guy, and then like eventually you get that, and yeah. you're like oh that's cool. Like that entangled. It was like sure. what if bad guys were just regular people who were just manipulative. Right. Like, all right, sweet. Yep. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. Um, yep. And then uh, I watched that. I watched, uh, I've been meaning to watch it because like the music's really good and I haven't watched it in a long time, but Prince of Egypt, which is on Hulu. It's one of DreamWorks, oh. like three or four uh, kind of like their cracks at doing um, like more serious animation. And that one is based on like Exodus, I think from the Bible. So it's like, it's oh, an interesting, interesting story, but it's also like pretty messed up. The music's really good. That's the thing I like the most about it. I, some of the animation's wonderful okay. too. But it's okay. DreamWorks is man. I'm DreamWorks familiar is, with it. I've just never seen it. Yeah, DreamWorks is all over the board. I still think yeah. my favorite though would have to be Road to El Dorado. That one's just like a classic, pure adventure like um, movie. And Sinbad, I watched recently. I'd never seen that one. Sinbad's okay. It's not anywhere close to Road to El Dorado for me. Road to El Dorado is like. It's almost up there like the Disney no. movies where I'm like, this is... I've never seen it. I'll oh, have to check it out. It's just a fun time, Is it streaming? It's uh, it's probably on Hulu. If you have Hulu, okay, I'll check I can, it out. I can, I can include it in my Corey's Dude. Corner if that's, Dude, if that's your contribution. It's so good. Like it's, <laughs> it's got some great music. It's got some great animation. And it's just like a fun, like self-contained adventure film. Like... It's cool. uh, and it's got. I'm gonna some, watch it. It's like a kids movie, but it's got a couple of swears in there, so it's always like, whoa, Weird. like what? Like DreamWorks whoa, is always like kind of edgy. DreamWorks is kind of like wow, like um, right? Yeah, Look at us. Yeah, exactly. Which is totally fine. I get it. Um, but that's so, funny. It's so weird to see that transformation from those types of movies and then going into like Shrek and How to Train Your Dragon and Madagascar. Oh, sure. And like that's kind of right. where they're at now. Like you don't do the hand-drawn stuff anymore. But there's, I have such an appreciation for the hand-drawn stuff. So yeah. Um. So those ones kind of, and then uh, Simpsons nice. also just been kind of bopping around on Simpsons because that's all of it's oh, on yeah. Disney, which is so, like some of those yes. episodes. I'm like, I can't believe Disney's letting them play this. Like, I'm, I'm I like, know like, it's wow. It's like, a product of a time for sure. My my wife is love. She loves Simpsons. Oh, we yeah. always have the Simpsons on in the background, dude. Yes, yeah. Um, Sideshow Bob. The only other I thing I would recommend, which is an obvious one, we, that we could do a whole episode of this is uh, I bought Rise of the Skywalker, and I still stand by that movie. And I still think it's great escapism, and I think it's a really fun Star Wars movie. And and uh, aside from some obvious flaws, I think it's a really good, fun movie. And and if you haven't seen it, obviously it's it's Star Wars. It's a goofy movie to recommend. Yeah. Like when you're recommending Star Wars, like okay, dude. Like it's <laughs> it's like that's like saying I recommend the Avengers. Like sure. obviously I'm gonna watch the Avengers. Still though, yeah. Um, you could say it's what you come, kill time with, right? Yeah, exactly. So we bought that and we watched it. I, we had some family over prior to this whole COVID nineteen sure. social distancing thing. And what was uh, the social feeling about uh, it when you were done? Was the did the group love it? They like it? Were they kind of mixed? Uh, the group that we were that we watched it with, uh, we we have uh, we'd all seen it. Okay. Um, we share Apple IDs with like my brother and my parents sure. and my other brothers. So, like, if my brother buys a movie, I can watch it, or if he buys a movie or excuse me, vice versa, uh -huh. whatever you get, you get the idea. Um, so we take turns buying movies, cool. but it, and so right now, Brady, if you're listening it's your turn, you buy call of the wild so I can watch it tonight. Yes, dude, <laughs> call the wild. Okay. That's the Harrison Ford one, right? 
Yes. Uh, so if you do watch that, let me know because I actually met one of the actors in that movie. Uh, really? When I was out in California. Yeah, he was working at Waterworld, and I actually did like a little, like a brief, brief interview with him in the vlog that's coming up. And I was like, oh, he was like, yeah, I was in that movie. And I was like, just the, the behind the scenes of like the CG, the guy in the dog oh, suit, yeah. like is so like funny. It's so weird. Like props to that weird. guy. Props to that guy for like getting in. Yeah. It. Like I just. For me, I'm like, I get it. You're not going to put a dog in these circumstances. But uh, right. that movie, um, it's probably good that it came to streaming quickly because I think it, it didn't do very well. Yeah. Like, it's a well, hard it, time it, of it, year. Yeah. When it came out at that time where people were like, ooh, should I venture out into this yeah. theater? I don't know. Maybe that's not a good idea. Um, yeah, man, everything's coming out. It's so weird to see. Like I saw today, like Bad Boys Three is already out. Like oh, that really? movie just can't. Like you know, I don't know if that's a good example or not. Or it's not a movie that I, I'm. I know we're waiting to rent. Shot. Yeah, you can buy it right yeah. now. You can't rent it yet. I think you can buy okay. it. Okay. So maybe that'll I want to see that. I do too. Yeah, because I was gonna rent it this last yeah. weekend, but we couldn't. So Joe and I rented Rambo: Last Blood. So. Oh, how was it? Uh, yeah. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> I like the last like twenty minutes of it. The build up is okay. very like unfortunate circumstances of a young woman getting like brought into like sex trafficking so like that part i felt like i I didn't need the build-up like when i watch a rambo movie and i have honestly i've not seen like all of them i've only seen bits and pieces sure i just like want to get to the like i don't need the reason for the violence i just need like the inciting incident like i don't need an hour or like an hour and 20 minutes of like the inciting incident and then it's like sure now he's really killing everybody i'm like right just get to it yeah there's some really funny double taps though uh someone pointed that out there's like some guys he would like were for sure dead and he'd shoot him a bunch anyway but there are other guys that like he probably should have done that too like he would hit him with a trap and the guy would lay down and you're like you should shoot that guy rambo you you wasted 40 bullets on these dead guys and (laughs) like this other guy that's funny yeah so it was fine uh sly is is always an interesting guy to watch so he is yeah Yeah, i I definitely want to see it um i'll probably wait till it's at my disposal free of charge yeah come on uh, i'm just kidding call the wild yeah (laughs) yeah call it just just an example but that's it man that's god yeah it's just we're all home so much right now right yeah everybody's like literally being told to stay home as much as possible so uh if hollywood can pump out as much of this content as humanly possible i think we're up for it although it's been getting nice outside which has been good to see yeah for sure um but aside from the nice weather yeah um that's about it man just a little doom little animal crossing ozark that's that's about it in the Lang household here. Well, fair enough. Well, that just means we get to move into the last segment of the show, my personal favorite, which is community feedback and questions. And thankfully, our Legionnaires came out with the questions for you about Doom. Uh, so this comes All from right. our Discord. This is from Missile Mage. He says, what do you love most about Doom? What does it deliver that other games on the market just don't? Do you prefer the newer Doom games or the older ones? Any changes you make, you like or dislike? So we kind of we kind of covered a few of those. So you kind of talked about the overwhelming aspect being things you don't like or dislike. I think one yep. that I want to talk about here, kind of focus in on, what does it deliver that other games on the market just don't? That's a, I think that's an interesting question. You want me to answer that? Yeah, well, it's totally you. Oh, okay. Um, what I what I love about Doom that I think that other games don't offer is it takes story. To a backseat. The story takes a backseat and the visceral, chaotic gunplay takes 
the front seat. Sure. The drive, the wheel yeah, takes yeah, yeah. the wheel. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to get at. You know, I think in 2016 doom, I think you're already shooting zombies within like 30 seconds of that game starting. Um, and I love that. Um, reminds me of breath of the wild. I want a Nintendo's yep. big accomplishments with that game. Yep. You're, they just, they throw you in the deep end. There's yep. not a 30 minute cutscene of exposition. I mean, there's nothing wrong with story and gameplay. I think there's a place for story in games, but I think in terms of Doom, I think the thing I love about it that does so well is they just let you go, man. Yeah. They just let you go and they set it up within 30 seconds. You know what's going on and you're having fun within minutes. Yeah, for sure. I think that's a really good. I was just thinking the same thing, the exact same thing. Same game, everything. You read my mind, mind melting, Corey. <laughs> uh, he also asked us Is Isabel from Animal Crossing actually the Doom Slayer? Oh. Do we Have you seen like, those like, videos? I have the I've seen the memes. The memes I haven't yeah. seen the videos. Sure. Yeah. So like if the Doom Slayer removed his helmet, like you just see Isabel. Just see her. She's just right there. That'd be hilarious. What, what? How do you manage the height though? I don't think is you she do. on stilts. She might be on stilts. She might be like in maybe the Doom armor is like a mech suit. Like we don't oh, understand it. That could be. But then it would have to I'd be something rather... different than the first game because in the first game you don't have the suit in the very beginning. You're like a person. Yeah. Personally, I'd rather see KK Slider because I play guitar, so I'm Dude, biased. Yeah, but, KK Slider, for know. sure. Uh, <laughs> Fragadin asked a really good question. He said, if id Software were to make another Doom game, but a new take, what direction would you want? For example, third person, bullet hell, survival horror like Outlast, etc. That's a great question. And I was going to mention it earlier, but I didn't want to drag on the Doom section ah. even longer. But if they stick to the roadmap that they're doing now, Doom 3 the next doom game technically would be a corridor shooter sure. because if you, if you look at doom one, two, and three, doom two, doom eternal is kind of a spiritual remake of doom two. I would like to see, I, I love the arena based comment. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I think it'd be really cool to cut back on the amount of systems, cut back on the amount of guns and do like a hallway corridor survival horror game like doom three. Okay cool they won't though but yeah. they won't yeah they won't yeah this one's it's they, they won't they're doing what they need to right now all right um yeah yeah uh i guess for me i'm such a sucker for third person shooters so it would be kind of interesting to see doom's world i don't think it would have the same like feeling of like the kill but it would be interesting sure. to see what they did more cinematic wise but then again i feel like we're gonna if we start doing that we're getting closer to like god of war like the oh yeah, God yeah. Of War games where it's like you're just fighting a bunch of things and they might give you more melee weapons or something so maybe that'd be too weird uh and i already sure. feel like it's like a first person bullet hell so i don't know <laughs> i don't know if you need to like do that like to be like a full new game with bullet hell but it'd be different enough i suppose uh like i don't think this one would be a good twin stick shooter but uh yeah it's funny that you, that you bring up the third person because uh ign and games rant have a video right now with doom eternal running in third person oh really oh cool yeah so i don't know if it's an actual id software backed um like baked in like unlockable yeah. mode or if it's a cheat or some sort of hack but um there is a video floating out there and it's really fun to see him rip and tear in third person yeah see that's what i'm talking about you got to look it up it's it's really really funny that's what i want to see now oh man that's now i really want yeah. the third person doom all right you yeah, heard watch it here, that video Bethesda. you heard it from this one person um thank you uh well you know what guys thank you for writing in uh if you ever have a question or a topic or 
a series or something you want us to kind of cover specifically on the show because we've kind of taken a more singular approach to it, just uh, tweet at us or send us an email. Uh, you can send us emails at it's just gocriticalreviews at gmail.com. It's all there. And then if you want to tweet at us, just use the hashtag criticalpodcast. Uh, you can tweet at me personally. I'm at jimmygood013. Or you can just tweet at gocritical. That works too. But, Corey, I know you're not on Twitter a ton, but just in case, you might be on there in the future. Where can they find yeah. you at? If if you re- if you really want to, it's Lang underscore Corey. I don't really use Twitter that much, but you're 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 welcome to follow me. And if you need to reach me, you can always send me a a DM on there. Yeah, and uh, we've talked about this in the past, but uh, a little bit. But I know Corey through a local TV station here, and uh, Corey yep. has been very generous in allowing me to actually put this mug on television uh and we do a uh, game sharks a show over there that a few of you yes. are familiar with so if you if you're hearing Corey's voice and you're like i know that voice from somewhere that's probably right. where it's from and they're yep. making game sharks more and more accessible and that is basically like if you took this show and you gave it like a budget um and like you put it in front of like nice cameras and like in a studio and all this stuff that's basically what the show is and we've had yep. some really fun uh fun times on there some cool guests and stuff we we you yeah. know we do it every couple of months you know depending yep. if the world is during like a pandemic or something um unfortunately yeah so we kind of had to wait on that but uh if you if you're ever interested in that sort of thing Corey does cover things that aren't just community-based but he does cover things like we're talking about Corey's corner which he's kind of giving recommendations out for games movies and tv that might not be the things that are uh the tip top of your radar so yeah uh cory that's uh is, i think that's covered most of the stuff did i miss anything no we appreciate you hosting and producing content at qctv we love having you over there we're obviously uh practicing social distancing per health experts recommendations <laughs> so unfortunately our studio is lock and key kind of uh the lights are off for lack of better words unfortunately but we'll be back stronger than ever um yeah. maybe maybe they'll let us do two or three back-to-back episodes just to catch up that's actually what i'm hoping we can do that'd be amazing that's uh, yeah i will demand the shrimp table then. that's my <laughs> joke is always I'm like where's the shrimp table uh they're like, like what craft you services craft services i saw by the yeah. way i saw a video recently someone was on a disney cruise weeks ago and they were at like this like you paid on top of the cruise to go to this place for like 40 bucks and they had this huge table just full of shrimp and i was like i'd lose oh, my man. mind i'd be like I'll take the table. Oh, God. Yeah, I'll take the whole table. <laughs> Actually, real quick, too, speaking of that, if you don't mind, before we wrap up, what do you think of the new Jungle Cruise movie? Dude, okay, that's a gr- thank you for asking. Um, I'm happy to talk about it. I'm cautiously optimistic. Obviously, like, The Rock is kind of jumping around various jungle franchises right <laughs> he's now. He's got a little hat on. He's got his little hat, little that, or little shirt, yeah. like he's going to rip out of it. I love right. Emily Blunt. I think she's just one of yeah. the greatest gifts uh, to acting. But yeah. I don't know. I'm always, uh, like, I'm I'm cautious when it comes to the Disney movies that were based on rides because while Pirates of the Caribbean was a smashing success, it kind sure. of, I think it went on obviously a little too long maybe in some respects, even though I like some of the totally. older ones instead of the middle ones. But Haunted Mansion, that came out the same year as Pirates, and a lot of people don't like that one. Uh, Tomorrowland oh, yeah. is also, that's a weird movie. It's good. But it's like this weird, like kind of middle ground. I'm hopeful. It's a for George it. Clooney thing, yes, right? George Clooney, yeah. Uh, but this, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. interested in seeing yeah. it, and, okay. be- and because of all this stuff, I feel like this movie. I don't know if I would have seen it in theaters, uh, 
Yeah. I'm not sure. Cause like, I love jungle cruise, like jungle cruise for people to understand, like that is a yeah. theme park ride that as a child, I was obsessed with. I got to drive the boat once, which I'm yeah. pretty sure you can't drive or steer it. And I, I awesome. loved it. I loved it. Like if I had to have a job in Disney, I might be one of them, but making it into a movie. That's we'll amazing. See. We'll see. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I really don't. Ha- I don't really have a take. Uh, I saw the trailer. I'm like, oh, I- I'll see that. Yeah, and I get um, like the joke. I was just curious. I know. Yeah, I know you have a strong love for Disney and Jungle Cruise, so I was just curious. Thank you. Well, I um, even the first time I watched it, I didn't understand like the Rock. Like, I got that the backside of water joke and stuff. I didn't realize that he had like paid the natives to like attack the boat. Like that's oh. kind of the joke. Like that that whole trip is like a full fake, and like the hippos are fake, and all of it's fake, and like that's like haha the Jungle Cruise. But then maybe they go and like something real happens, and I'm like, oh, interesting. I get it because like as huh. a story, a regular Jungle Cruise doesn't work because it's like everything's fake. Ha! Yeah. Like the jokes, the puns, like not yeah. really gonna do it for anybody. So, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I think it'll okay. be fine, but um, animal-focused movies and stuff have not been doing super well right now. Like, Doolittle did pretty poorly, uh, so I don't... Oh, I'm not yeah. sure how this will... I think they'll try to put it in the middle ground between Haunted Mansion and Pirates as far as, like, tone goes. So, we'll sure. see. It's well, not... look forward to Disney Plus next week because everything's was... coming out. I know. That's why I'm thinking, like, this is, like, a perfect Disney Plus movie, and I just... Yeah. I don't know if they're going to keep taking stabs at this whole, like take a theme park ride and make it into a movie. I like the opposite where like Tron legacy looks cool. Sounds great. I'm not a huge fan of the story, but they're making a roller coaster. They're bringing the one from China over here. I'm like, yes, I can't wait. Like right next to my space mountain. Good God. Like you just put these beautiful roller coasters right next to each other. It's just like, "Mm." it's just like they read your mind. It's like, I love it. I love you so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. Disney. I love Tron legacy. Dude. Yeah. Well, like the story's like, it's fine. But like, yeah, it's that movie, especially on Disney Plus with like the like the super high def and everything. I'm like, wow, like that's <laughs> great. Like, Looks and sounds amazing. That Daft Punk soundtrack. The only thing that didn't do well, like if they could make it today, it would help to have um, the Jeff Bridges like de aging like be better. Sure, right? Like that's sure. maybe the weirdest like CG thing in this sure. movie. Maybe I don't know. And also, yeah, I felt I, could see it. I felt super lost because I didn't watch the original Tron. Like because Tron doesn't in matter. It. Like, it's like Tron's a defender for the the user or the oh yeah i'm like who's tron what who the hell's tron <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I felt like i felt like bucky and winter soldier like who the hell is bucky like, oh yeah you're just lost <laughs> I'm like you're like that I, john travolta meme where he's like looking through yeah just from pulp fiction he's just like looking around yeah that's you and tron legacy yeah, i'm like but it's a beautiful movie uh yeah right. but disney's could take stabs at it and i hope jungle cruise is good because i like i really like Dwayne johnson and like i said before yeah. emily blunt's wonderful so yeah good on him make it yep yeah cool that's right well Corey, thanks again for being on the show man i really appreciate it. it's been so long since like we've been talking about doing this it's just been long since i've seen you so uh this is a real pleasure for me so thank you for being on hey thanks for having me it was fun i appreciate it yes of course and again everybody thank you for tuning in like i said you can find us all those places if you want to support us you can subscribe here we have patreon you have all that stuff you guys are smart you understand how these things work so if you want to support us or just like leave a comment that's the best thing we love to hear um and for this week we'll do hashtag Hashtag, uh, what should our hashtag be? We always make a special hashtag for people to tweet at us. Hmm. Hashtag Isabel Doom? Perfect. Hashtag <laughs> Isabel Doom. I, love I don't it. know. If Whatever. Send it with the memes and the gifts because it'll help yeah. so much more. Which I've heard that Bethesda, like, um, it's, it's funny to have, like, those two games come out at the same time. But it sounds like a lot of people are buying both. I don't uh, know yeah. any of the numbers. But, like, it's cool that, like... 
I think from on Bethesda's end, it's kind of like more marketing. And maybe for Nintendo, they're like, oh yeah, cool. Like there's more people who are like, these have no mix, but they are mixing. It's a very Yeah, I was, I was in that demographic. I bought both. It worked for me. So if it worked for him, it could work for you. Uh, That's right. Yeah. But everybody, thank you for listening and watching. We do appreciate it. And until next time, just remember to adapt and overcome. Bye-bye. Thanks. Perfect. Look at that. All right. Good to go. Cool. That went well.